What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Web3 Experience. This is week eight. Uh, it's an educational show about crypto, NFTs, Web3, dApps, DAOs, and more, covering the exponentially growing frontier of Layer 2s and dApps that are live and ready for users. It's an open conversation in crypto where anyone in the world can jump in and join the discussion. So please, anytime, feel free to jump up and request to speak. I see Jay Rocky and DeCasso are here. I'm going to do a quick disclaimer and then add them up. Uh, these spaces are recorded and posted to Spotify. This is all entertainment, not financial advice ever. Crypto and NFTs are risky. It's like going to Vegas in some ways. You can definitely lose everything you put in. You can lose real money. Be alert for scams. Get educated and never invest what you can't afford to lose. That being said, thank you again for tuning into the Web3 Experience show. All of our previous episodes are live and posted to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just go ahead and search for the Web3 Experience, and uh, don't forget to give us a rating and review. It definitely helps. Uh, that being said, what's going on? Um, DeCasso, what's up, J-Rocky? Let me add you guys up here. Uh, I want to make sure I'm saying the name correctly as well. As Picasso, I, I appreciate it. It's like Picasso, but with Dick replacing the initial pick. Um, a thousand IQ move. Appreciate being up here. You know, nice little intro. You know, never financial advice, but you know, we're we're a Freeman, so you know that's cool. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm Picasso. Uh, like quick little story. Spent six months on an L1 project. And, you know, it was, it was, we were struggling, like, you know, we haven't minted out yet, but the focus was, uh, health and wellness. And, you know, I basically went broke. And then one day I look and I got a big OP airdrop and I'm like, wow, I'm not broke again. And I kind of just started going into optimism, looking at quixotic. And I basically had a feeling like, wow, we're early. Right. So I'm like, let me just, what can I do for all these opti chads? And then I created OptiChads. So, you know, Freemint, um, yeah, that's the vibe. We're, we're going to do this free. 50% goes to the public goods. And just two weeks of drawing every day. And then Vitalik liked my tweet. And, like, that was, like, probably, like, one of the best days of my life, like, low-key. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Okay, so just to quickly review. So you have a project on Mainnet, right? Which is what it's called... OptiChads is on mainnet or is the okay, other one? Okay. Uh, uh, so Metadickverse is on mainnet and then OptiChads okay. is on Optimism Layer 2. Yo, dude, I love talking to people like you because like you're actually building things and creating things in the space, right? You did something on Layer 1. Now you're exploring Layer 2s. Like that's what's up, man. That's so cool just to see that you're doing all this and, um, you know, doing all these different projects. So super sick. Um, all right. So MDV is on <laughs> layer one. Funny name there. And then OptiChats is the new one on uh, layer two. 50% going to public goods. That's sick. That's um, that's huge. So hats off there. Yeah, I, I really appreciate it. Uh, like the thing is like layer two is amazing like i i read everything about you know public good initially i didn't read it i'm like low-key i just went straight to my airdrop claim and then i didn't even care who i delegated to i'm like i claimed that joint but you know i still i stuck around you know it's kind of like initially you're and then i learned about OptiPunks, and then i'm like okay this is the most liquid nft i just i just slowly started to learn more and it just made me more and more bullish about uh th this space because it does remind me of about like Matic and Solana 
like before they blew up uh the what really helped them blow up was was native projects like just built for their l2 or like not really l2s in the case of matic and solana but you know for for their ecosystems right so that's kind of what inspired me and and optimism is such a great place like you will literally get paid like if you create an app um if you like you just go to governance, you know, apply and then you have users, um, you know, they'll, they'll literally give you OP token, which is based in OP pilled. You could have picked Arbitrum, you know, you could have even launched on Solana. Uh, I mean, after that initial project you did on mainnet, why specifically did you decide to go for an Ethereum layer two? And then out of all the different layer twos, like, why did you pick Optimism instead of, like, Polygon or something, right? So, for me, it's, like, mainly it's just inheriting the, uh, like, inheriting the uh, security of the Ethereum blockchain. And you can't do OptiChads anywhere else. Like, I would have to rename it Solana Chads. And that's, it just doesn't have that zinger, you know, like, just not going to work. Um, but you know, optimism is really cool. Uh, it, I don't know if anyone knows, but like Vitalik used to shill it like back and he still shows it every day, every morning, you know, every night he wakes up and does that late night OptiPunk uh, tweet like Trump. Right. But it, but back in the day it was called plasma and Vitalik was talking about it a lot. And yeah, so he helped develop it. And I always had my eyes on, on optimism. Like I was using, uh, L2 staking snx you know like uh the day the optimism went live i was staking snx and back when it had no utility and all this stuff right so i just think it's cool that like it it, we basically just started like if you look at quixotic volume like literally uh trolls right um no no uh, like projects like uh it it wasn't goblin town right it, it has more volume than everything on the Quixotic ecosystem. And I can think of like, like actually like rug pulls like Pixelmon have done more volume than everything on the Quixotic ecosystem. So we're like literally early ground floor. There's a lot of uh, great projects out there already. You know, punk holders here, like Aptimism. I have Cryptovania shilling all my bags real quick. Um, but yeah, so like we're, we're here at Grant at uh, ground floor and then just imagine a world where OpenSea finally capitulates and adds optimism to me is just like the reason I did a dick project on mainnet is because everything has been done already right but I just came to optimism and I looked at the NFTs and I'm like wow I can really just do like a killer Chad profile picture and like it's actually gonna stick out you know so it's it's really great for builders and I would encourage anyone that like you know that's into nfts or making a project right now to check out optimism and i just figured i'm like instead of doing omni chain or something that deploys in multiple chains like i do think there's going to be some cross-chain compatibility and quixotics working on a bridge but you know if i just make it like a hundred percent for optimism and you know call it opti chads i think it'll just have a stronger like you know we're already already seeing it like there's a lot of tie chads um and a lot of great stuff happening so you know why not why not optimism and i wake up every day like literally optimistic like just 
Like, let's meme it. Let's make it happen. I love that. Yeah, and I mean, even the name Optimism, I just get a good vibe from that, right? Like, positive connotation with the word optimistic in itself, you know? So, I think, you know, they have great branding, uh, at least. So, and then, yeah, to see all the other projects. And looking at volume, I mean, it really fluctuates. Like, Vitalik tweeted about OptiPunks the other day, and the volume spiked a bunch, Um on the collection, but still it's like super low. So if we do see a lot more users come on to the optimism space, then yeah, I mean, I, I just expect it to only grow. Right. And I mean, given, given the strength of the optimism market and like looking at quixotic, even though we're in a bear market, I think it just, you know, the next bull cycle, it's just going to come back super strong. So I'm, I'm excited. And I, I definitely can agree with a lot of what you said. Um, and so you're also uh, an a- is that it's an alien punk right in your profile picture? Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Some that's- some some poor man listed it for four ETH right when I got my uh my OP airdrop. I think I got twenty thousand tokens. This is I've I've been a degenerate, you know, for a while, you know, and degenerately lost most of my ETH on L one, you know, uh, in gas and in in coins and projects and whatnot uh yeah so so apparently it was you know the largest transaction on quixotic i think it's four eth so that's like the bar someone else did 3.5 eth i'm not sure if in in usd terms but you know if, you, if you're a maxi and you look at it in eth terms it's up there so uh, if you want to steal my identity i listed it for 300 eth you know which i think is fair value because i'm bullish on optipunks and you know Hopefully, we're just a few Vitalik tweets away from that. I feel it. You know, punks to 10 ETH, not financial advice. Okay, so you acquired it for 4 ETH. And did you get it soon after launch? Or was it, uh, how, how long ago did you, you buy that? I think I saw the transaction, actually. And I was like, whoa, 4 ETH, this is crazy. Yeah, it was, it was a, I think it was the day OP token launched. Okay. And then, yeah, I was, I was a little bullish. And then I was like, okay, let me look at, Oh, OptiPunks, whoa. And then I I just went on the Discord and I saw, well, I was already hip that a lot of uh, developers from um, the Optimism team had it as their profile picture. Mm-hmm. So I just assumed that, you know, it's good investment. <laughs> hey, yeah. I like the JPEG. It's not, it's not about the money, man. I like the JPEG. And that's kind of how I've, I approach my projects. It's just, I try to create like sophisticated, like uh, art that's, well, like the reason I did a dick project on L1 was just because like I wanted to make it cute and I don't think it's been done before. It's not really like graphic. It's just like cartoony, you know, but with optimism, it's like I just want to make the killer like it, it's this I'm design designing the ultimate Chad like shoulder to shoulder profile picture face smack in the middle. Like literally the muscle t- are based off of Brock Lesnar. Like I'm trying to. You know, it makes me excited every day just drawing this stuff. Like I, I've been, I've been awake at night drawing all every night, and then I sleep in the morning just because like it's easier to draw for me when there's like no light coming in from the outside. So you know, a little bit of sacrifice. But and but you're I, wow! I didn't know you're drawing them yourself. That's unique. Not a lot of projects. The founder is actually also the artist. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and and Loki like. I wish I got into NFTs earlier. I've always hated NFTs, and a, li- a part of me still does. Um, and 
and mainly it's like the L1 community is like really toxic. Like, um, <laughs> like if you're starting a community on L1, you need a hundred thousand, three hundred thousand dollars. And it's also not really about the art because people just want derivatives, you know, they just want the 10,000th Azuki or whatever. But, you know, L2 vibes, literally, I just went on OptiPunks and then I'm like, hey guys, I'm making OptiChads and I just threw together Discord. And then I just made an announcement on the Discord because I'm busy drawing. Like, I can't set stuff up. And, and then I'm like, hey guys, like, you guys want to help? Like, let's do this decentralized, started from nowhere. And that's kind of the vibe that that started initially. And and now it's just it's just booming. Like, I never asked for interviews. I never asked for partnerships. It just happens. Like in L1, you have to shill like every day. Like that was my life before OptiChads. It was just me waking up and shilling. And I shilled so much that Twitter banned me. Right. So, but um, I guess the story behind the art is like, uh, I'm an economics major and it's a boring ass major and school sucks and not financial advice, but school is a scam. I would always draw like basically chads and muscles and I loved anime and I would draw that like all day in class and stuff. So to me, I'm like really comfortable with, with drawing this sort of stuff. Cause it's just like what I grew up loving and doing. Like I drew Madara, like Dragon Ball Z hair, like, you know, scouters, like straight out chads from anime and the real chad meme. And like, that's just fun for me. Like, it's great. Like, I can't imagine doing anything else right now. Like, I can't have, don't really, real jobs are scams, not financial advice, but like, pursue what you love doing and the market will reward you. And that's also why we're a Freeman because I'm like really confident that, uh, like, the art, it's art has value. Like, you might not see it immediately in a bear market or maybe your, your project is struggling. But I think at the end of the day, like, the same reason why, uh, in NFT, like why a painting would sell for like a million dollars is why an NFT would have value. And, you know, that's also before utility. And, you know, sometimes people look at it at utility first and then art. But I think it should really be it's it's like the the project creates the community like CryptoPunks, uh, Board A B Yacht Club. And then they talk about utility. But, you know, we're bootstrapping art here, essentially making it a free mint. That's sick, man. I think um, you t there's a big, you know, discussion topic among communities and, you know, everybody asks for utility and thinks about utility. Um, and it's, it's definitely, it can be important. It can be beneficial, but I mean, even thinking back to like the original punks, crypto punks on mainnet, I think there was never originally any utility um, for the original crypto punks, right? They were just an NFT project that were JPEGs um you know this kind of new idea and it was this community and everything all of the quote-unquote utility kind of just emerged naturally in, in a decentralized way from around it so you know i think it can be beneficial to have utility i see a lot of projects doing it but i wonder if if you know the if it's better to start with no utility or if it's better to start with utility yeah we've been talking to a dev like it's kind of early but you know we want to like uh, make sure everything is uh, well built beforehand. Like it's really easy to mess up um, the utility code. And then whereas like a basic smart contract, you, you can always build over it. Right. So 
but I think it's cool, you know, you know, stake your to- NFT, earn Chad token, but the extent to which that token would have value just depends on like ecosystem. And typically, you know, if in my opinion, at least if you just started off like early um, as an NFT project, you might have more success like building on ecosystem later. But, you know, I was thinking about Opti Babes later because, you know, unfortunately the chads has to be all male just because given like the, the the art and stuff would be it, it would be extremely uh difficult to to draw like a, a very masculine male and then have the same features like go on a female it just won't click but yeah that would be something like you know a free airdrop for our holders and you know it, it's really interesting because I see a lot of projects like do that do do utility and it backfires. Like you can have endless dumping of a utility coin or but utility can be a lot of things, right? Cryptovania has this awesome um like you, you write your stories. And I just thought that was amazing, right? And then I was thinking about ideas like we can name our chads, but like it's it's not that simple and but L1 makes all this stuff very very uh no l2 makes all this stuff very affordable like on l1 i couldn't even like fathom you know doing anything with utility just because it would cost so much but but it's like seven dollars to deploy a contract on l1 no on l2 optimism and that that's just amazing to me 100 percent, i couldn't agree more uh what's up jay rocky how's is audio working now you tell me how's it how's it sounding Oh yeah, you sound loud and clear. Sounds good. Yeah, Roger, Roger. Beautiful, beautiful. So there's one question that I wanted to ask you. Uh, so number one, whenever you were going over, you know, how you got into the crypto space, it sounds like you have a an awesome story. And so I was wondering if you could expand upon that in a little bit or a little bit. You said that you originally got into um, the L1 space, of course, creating your project on L1. But you know, how did you come or how? Did your interest in NFTs come about? And then, you know, what made you decide to, you know, launch uh, launch an NFT on L1, kind of your your venture through L1 and L2? Cool, cool. So my crypto story is, you know, I bought the top of Bitcoin, 20K, watched that thing go down all the way. Then I got into Link, you know, made some money, um, you know, and then DeFi summer happened and, you know, got a little wrecked afterwards. You know, that just sums up a lot. Uh, really quickly but um i i think uh there's not really that much like health and wellness infrastructure in in crypto and that's kind of what i learned like going through like the roller coaster the, like emotional and physical toll that something like this can do on you and i wanted to create a project like that and actually my first nft was a crypto kitty uh 2018 i bought the cheapest one and then i'm like i just bought it and then I knew it was like a $3 crypto kitty. I'm like, you know, it's cute. I want it in my wallet. It's still there right now. The thing is, it's like still useless. <laughs> I, I think they have like an infinite supply. So early on, it gave me the vibe that, you know, and I'm like, ew, NFTs, I already have one. It's, it's sitting in my wallet. It's worthless. But I, I think I failed to realize that um, like later on, NFTs began to have scarce supply. Right. And then I was just busy. Uh, like with DeFi protocols like Aave, I'm like, oh my God, I'm earning a governance token. Let me stake that into an LP here, blah, 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 blah. And then you collateralize that and use that as leverage. And then 
but yeah, so my eyes weren't really on NFTs. It was kind of like desperate artist vibe. And then you want to have an artistic, desperate artist like making your art. Cause I think that's like the purest form. Like a lot of the greatest artists were like, they weren't like really happy. They were like struggling, you know, <laughs> like, and I, I think it's, it's a fun vibe. But, you know, low key OP airdrop like changed my life. It, it gave me, like I was almost wiped out. I was basically wiped out. OP airdrop, it brought me back and I just felt like I owed optimism something. And then, you know, it it drove me to do opti chads because if if you do something in L1, you will just automatically just like be like no one's gonna talk or retweet. It's just such a big space and there's so much money there already. And everyone's just talking about the hottest project, like uh you're going to be drowned out by the sounds of people making goblin sounds, right? But on L2, on Optimism, like, it's so small, you can just go to Quixotic, you know, just talk to people there. Like, there's literally creators. It's, like, such a good community vibe. Like, I, it's it's definitely the best move that probably I've ever made. I, I feel like it's going to hit. Um, And I wouldn't, even if someone's like, hey, man, like, they could pay me to deploy in another chain, or like they could be like omni-chain, but I I just want to be an OP uh, native NFT because there's not a lot of those. And that's going to be important once something like OpenSea comes up, you know, on the front page, they're going to have your punks and, you know, your your fractal visions here. You know, you're going to have his stuff too, you know, got the new drop, ganglands, gang gang. That's awesome. And by the way, I love that you're focused so much on, you know, positively contributing to the ETH ecosystem just in general, because like you said, a lot of the time, whenever somebody drops an NFT on L1, it's really all about money and getting the NFT to pump. And so uh, it's really respectable that, you know, you dropped the NFT on L1 uh, and it benefited, you know, just public health and wellness in web three in general and then of course i think you came to the right place as well on l2 with optimism uh because you're giving you know 50 percent of your public or of your proceeds uh on l2 uh to public goods funding and uh as everybody knows of course on optimism uh public goods funding is really what we're all about and so i think it's great that you're you know you're really focused on making a, a positive contribution uh to the environment I'm very happy that you were rewarded with so many lp tokens i think that that program was exactly i think the optimism program to drop those tokens uh you were the perfect user to really drop those tokens to and get you back in the space because you are making a huge difference in a very positive way i appreciate it man like because you know as a creator like you're just like oh man i'm not well to me i was like you know half to to public goods it's the right thing to do it's also like a lot of people uh charity is utility in in in, in of itself you know tax deductible baby um there's that uh, but it's like I was just doing my thing and then Vitalik tweeted and Vitalik like I was literally on Quinta watching my Solana's short 10x get liquidated right and then I see a new Vitalik tweet and then I read it right and I'm like blah, 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 Octipunks and I'm like what <laughs> and then so I liked it I'm like Chad and that's all I posted and then he liked that right and then I posted uh, one of our art 
And then I wrote, we're also, you know, working for public goods. So there's a, there's a spotlight on, on working for public goods and, and uh, funding these ecosystems and giving back to creators. Cause you know, it's hard to go from zero to a hundred, you know, if you already have money, it's easy to do things, but that's just not the way that things work in crypto. And I think one of the best ways is just like to use art as a funding mechanism. Otherwise you'll have uh, like, you know, interests that kind of aren't aligned with the protocols themselves. Like, you know, uh, people always are like VCs, VCs are evil. Well, you know, support public goods and arts. But that, but you know, just Vitalik likes coming out and supporting OptiPunks. So on that day, he pumped my bags threefold because I have like 60 punks. Um, great man. And he also called out my project. So, you know, that was like the greatest day of my life. And, and Loki, like I told a girl that Vita I'm like, there's this guy, you know who Vitalik is? And then like, she didn't know who Vitalik was. Right. So I told her who Vitalik was and I'm like, yeah, he's a billionaire. He liked my project and it worked. Like it was the best, greatest pickup line I've ever used. And Chad Talik really helped me and it, it came through and I appreciate it. Yo, I love that. That's such a funny story, man. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, using the Vitalik pickup line. Yeah, Vitalik retweeted me or something. That's that's pretty good. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, anyone with an OptiPunk, you can just be like, yeah, you know who Vitalik is? He just pumped my bags. <laughs> oh, man, so good. So you uh, must have gotten into OptiPunks pretty early as well, pre your alien punk purchase, yeah? Uh, I mean, I was no. Nah, it was it was after I got my OP tokens. I had a feeling OP would would like come down, right? So I wanted to like I don't like holding fiat, and maybe that's a bad idea, you know, not financial advice. But I felt like OptiPunks are like a, a long on the Optimism network, um, without any chance of liquidation. So I'm like, okay, let me just buy a bunch of these. So it was like very like you know. I went on a buying spree of like, I just bought like 50 in a row. And then, and then I just bought the punk as the last one, the, the alien. But, um, it was like the same amount of ETH. I think it was like, it, it was, so it was kind of balanced out. Cause, um, if you have more rare things, it's very hard to, cause you need a special sort of buyer. Right. So I kind of wanted to have a lot of like just floor punks and a very, very rare one. You know, so I can heirloom, you know. Yeah, you have quite the portfolio there, so that's super cool. What's going on, Fractal? Hey, I am uh, just listening in to this great content about optimism, enjoying some food with y'all. Um, love the Chad project, and yeah, here to show support and hold space. Oh yeah, man. Appreciate you jumping up here. Um, always, always great catching up, man. Um, so yeah, it's super cool to see that, you know, the Opti Chads is doing 50% towards public goods. Um, are there any specific public goods projects that you have your eye on or, um, you know, maybe tell us a little bit more about how, uh, you're going to decide which projects to, um, fund, with yeah which public goods projects to fund so i th i think there there is this address 
retropgf.eth, you know, that they automatically uh, forward into public goods. Um, I actually saw Fractal Visions, like, post about that on uh, Quixotic, I think. And that, to me, like, that's probably the easiest way to do it. Uh, just because you just send it to an address, you know, it's unbiased. And, uh, it like, it makes it very, uh, removes error. Like, I don't think... Uh, I think it has to be manual because I don't think Quixotic, uh, at least right now, allows for you to split revenues. But like that would be, you know, so, you know, that might be the way that it's probably going to be the way we do it. It's just, you know, hey, Optimism team, here you go. Figure it out, you know. Uh, But we could do community votes and that that would be really interesting as well. Like, I, I just don't I'm pretty biased, like. And so I, I wouldn't want, like, to personally pick out, but I think, like, if community can can figure out what to donate to, to or towards, um, that would be cool. Or we just do it straight through the uh, official address, right? Because um, I, like, I voted to, to ZK before, and I know that's not optimism, but I just, I just want that airdrop, baby. You know how it is. You got to go in every different... You know, that's why donating is great because you donate this round, like someone will give you an airdrop, you know, in the future, not financial advice, but that's how I got, you know, a lot of OP tokens. I just donated a hundred dollars to EIP one five five nine. So every now and then there's something that really I really like am passionate about. Uh but you know, that was the last big one. You know, right now there's just a lot of smaller great projects doing cool things. Yeah, it's cool how there's that incentive, right, to use the chains, to donate to things, you know, I mean, not for the sole reason of getting a future airdrop, but also to actually fund these cool and exciting projects that are building the future of the L2 space. So that's super sick. Um, and so the retro PGF ETH address, is that run by the Optimism team? Did you want to speak on that fractal? Because I just I learned about it recently, but yeah. That was uh, given to me by the official uh, Optimism Discord. I uh, I was like in touch with their moderators, and I think it was I think Lonnie in their Discord. She's the one that um, posted about it in the. I think there's a, a section or a channel for it, and it's the only pin post in there. So if you want to go visually confirm it, you can grab it from there. I see. Okay, no, that's actually super cool to know that. Um, you know, you were in the optimism official discord and that's what they sort of gave you as the address. And then the optimism team will manage kind of the public goods disbursements. Um, super cool. Yeah. That makes it easier because it's, it's, it's kind of difficult to do that sort of thing. Uh, but you know, just, just like given, uh, the proof and stuff, but like, you know, the fact that they set something up, it just makes it easy on chain to see where the money's going. Yeah, and I, I remember that um, I think the way that OptiPunks did it when we had Bodo on here, uh, he was saying that they did it via snapshot. So then, like, everyone just voted for which which one to fund, right? Um, so it's cool that there's different ways of kind of choosing. You know, you can use snapshot and you can do voting or you can just kind of give it to the Optimism team. Let the Optimism team decide how to best use those funds. Um, I think that's beneficial. I feel like uh, Vitalik has an alt on the OptiPunks Discord. I just haven't discovered who it is. But a part of me is like, it's Bodo. 
<laughs> it could be. I mean, what, what do you think, J-Rocky? Do you think Vitalik is uh, alter ego as Boda? <laughs> 100%. He's just pretending to be a college stu- a struggling college student uh, creating these <laughs> these opti-punks, for sure. I think, I think you hit the nail on the head there. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm actually glad that you mentioned that, uh, you know, you would love to do something that is community based to allow your community to figure out what public goods to fund. And so I'm just thinking out loud here, maybe there's some sort of partnership program uh, that we could work with Bodo to to start where, you know, you're on optimism, you're closely tied uh, to the opti punks, uh, and you know you want to fund public goods, but you don't have uh, the know-how or the resources to you know figure out how to set snapshot up uh, and allow the community to suggest uh, public goods funding and then vote on specific projects uh, to fund those public goods. And so there might be something there that we can work with Bodo, uh, the, the of course the founder of OptiPunks to to get set up there if you're interested. Yeah, that's cool. I'm definitely down. Like I like the umbrella of circular arts and everything they're doing. You know, it's cool. I also think that like uh, longer term for us, it's like health and wellness is a public good. So like uh, if we if the market deems what we're doing as valuable. I want to use some of what I make, you know, and then put it back into the project and then try to help people in, in, in that way. Like, and I think uh, Web3 is like a stressful place. And, you know, a lot of people just don't have, um, you know, they don't have the resources or like in the state they're in the place they're in. It's just hard to, to get someone to talk to or something. But I've seen NFT projects that have, uh, you know, counselors and stuff, like, you know, via, via they pay through them, just like any workforce program would pay for, for them. But I've seen stuff like that. And, you know, but I'm all for, like, you know, art being more than just, like, a JPEG to flex. Uh, I, I think the future of NFTs is, if it's, like, it's help. It's really the community, like, for any great NFT project, you know. I've seen a lot of projects that have failed on L1, and then it's just people are like devs can the devs do something it's like what do you want them to do like who sweep the floor like get everyone to to come into a space like this and talk like like you know yeah man i hear you <laughs> i hear you um yeah the whole public goods funding thing is definitely it's 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 new to me i think it's new to a lot of people but i mean you know we we covered a little bit about what public goods is in previous shows and uh I mean, you know, you think about taxes, right? Like in the U.S., our taxes fund roads um, and different things that the government uses for public goods. And it's cool that, you know, in this tech space and this blockchain arena that we're all now interacting with, we're sort of building our own economies. And, you know, these projects like ethers.js, which is like a library for developers, um, was funded through public goods and that's only gonna help developers make better and better tools for everyone in blockchain right so um yeah and then you bring up things like healthcare there's no reason that um projects in this arena can't kind of expand outside the lens or outside the realm of blockchain and you know try to contribute to health and wellness of people um there's the there's a DAO. I can't. What's that DAO? I think it's called Vita DAO. And there's a couple of others. There's Bio DAO. 
a bunch of these DAOs that are focused on biotech and kind of promoting different uh, research projects in the biotech space, medical research. So there's definitely an appetite for, um, I think, you know, public goods funding even beyond just solely crypto and NFTs. And it's so cool to see your project. I think when I read the um, bio on Twitter, it's, it, it focused on health and wellness. So that's super cool that there's that focus there. Even um, even Vitalik in his uh, bio on Twitter, he has a video by Nick a great video by Nick Bostrom and it's about um, longevity and how we, we think about aging and getting older as a disease, but maybe it's treatable. Maybe there's a way that we can help people live uh, longer, healthier, longer and have a, a greater health span, um, which I definitely think would be extremely exciting uh, and, and, and important as well. Yeah, and that's what's cool about like a project is just like you can decide how you're gonna set your whitelist up, right? Even get, giving people that have just shown like what they eat, like they post their diet in our uh, bulk central, right? Or they just post their exercise routine. I'm like, oh, just throw a whitelist at them, you know? Because to me, as a creator, it's it's like I just want it in the hands of people of like good people and people that want the project and that's what guarantees success uh i know with a lot of freemans uh there's the issue of getting bodied like also in l1 but i think in l2 uh because the fees are way less it's also cheaper to do that stuff so it's really important to build up a community whitelist if you're going to do a project so you know i would encourage everyone to just you know post yourself flexing or your, your routine or your, what you're going to eat today on our Discord, and we'll give you the whitelist roll. That's what's up. All right. Well, I will definitely jump in there and share. Um, I've been doing this for a couple months now. Actually, my friend put me on this idea, but I like write down all my lifts in this book, and then I like don't forget what I what I did. So then every time I hit the gym, like – you know where you left off and you you know how much you lifted so then you can try to like get better. I'm not a bodybuilder or a power lifter or anything, right? Just like trying to stay healthy and stay in shape, but it was amazing how just doing this like like notebook thing where you write down the weight you're lifting, it makes such a huge difference and then every time you go you're like not thinking about it. You're just looking at the plan, doing it and uh it almost takes the mental mental energy out of it there so uh yeah maybe i can post a photo of how i do that in uh in the group yeah just having a routine it's like diet and exercise is the one thing you can control in your life like you can have diseases like you know you can have many things afflict you but like it's really like it to me it's like it just gives you gives you that drive to keep going forward like no matter what and then you you see progress like amazingly i'm on 5x5 which is just like you know you're just doing five reps five sets of just to get stronger and stuff but i have like a home gym very very close to my computer so i'll, I'll literally be doing opti chads like drawing something and then like deadlift <laughs> one set and then sit back down and then you know sit down for 30 minutes and then go back and do another set but it works you know and it's really important because like web three is just people, right? So if you're not even eating well, you know, how can you perform well in web three? You know, how can you, your portfolio beat the market or, you know, 
how can you know when to, to sell or something if your mind and body aren't optimized? You know, if you're on optimism, you got to be opti. You got to be an opti, Chad. I'm sorry. But, you know, everyone should <laughs> everyone should try to you know, do the optimal things in life. And that's why we're here. I agree, man. That's such a sick setup that you have a weight. You have either a bench or a squat rack like right next to your computer. That's so smart. I wish I had that. Um, uh, yeah, that's a good idea because then you can just, you know, hit a couple sets throughout the day without even thinking about it, without having to spend like a lot of time in the gym, you already got a solid workout and uh, you did something good for yourself. So that's sick. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a trap sometimes like, you know, being in uh, like a very computer centric, uh, you know, world, like it just makes you fat. You know, if, if you have that gamer body, if you're like me, an artist and all you do is draw for hours and hours and hours, it's so easy to just like, you know, have all these snacks and, and not work out and stuff so you know we gotta there has to be a balance uh you know because what 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 what's the good of our bags if you know we're not <laughs> if if you know we weigh more than them you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> i agree man so um thinking back to the the new project opti chads what do you define success as uh how do you ideally how do you want this project to go like what is uh what does success mean for you in this project so i designed it as like uh, just the killer profile picture because um, my l1 was kind of just supposed to be cute and funny and then i realized that's not really what the market really wants or or rewards right so to me success is just you know just chilling it's, it's like i don't feel any stress to draw i don't feel any like it just it just works, right? So to me, I want to go up Quixotic one day and just see my beautiful Chad smiling at me on the leaderboard, you know. But it's also about community. And in, in many ways, like, it's hard for me to say because, like, I feel like we're winning so much, you know, that, that, that it's hard for me to even, like, you know, picture us winning more. And we haven't even launched yet, you know, because – because I know the epitome of any project is for Vitalik to, you know, acknowledge you exist, right? So, you know, I got that likes. Maybe I'll frame it on my refrigerator. I'm like, look, mom, <laughs> Vitalik like my tweets. But, yeah. I love that. Great vibes, you know. It's it's uh, it sounds like you have a good attitude about it, and you're just uh, here to build something cool and impactful and meaningful. Yeah, man. Like it's 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 really good because you know L one got me tired, bro. Every day they're just like, "Good morning, NFT fam." It's like it's not it's not genuine, but here it's just people are building, building, building. Like, <laughs> all right, go ahead, Fractal. I see you. Oh my gosh, I resonate with these messages so heavily. Like the the balance having to like get outside away from the computer screen and go experience the world is more than necessary when you are like tied into a, a big old project with a bunch of uh, people in the discord like this. So uh, I'm really digging this. I just had a straight like keto meal with some wings. So uh, I love the, love the vibe and I just joined the discord. So I'm, I'm here. Let's go. I love keto, man. It, keto is the that one ancient secret to losing weight. Don't eat carbs, bro. Like, it's crazy. 
it's hard though you know carbs do give you like energy so you have to really be into keto for like two weeks or something whereas you don't like get those cravings yeah i've been eating way too many carbs and uh we ride our bikes like 10 miles at least like two or three times a week across town but uh even then like sometimes it's not enough so i'm like okay i gotta like make some proper health choices um and actually when we first launched our uh, our genesis collection I was trying to keep up with the secondary sales by doing 10 push-ups for every secondary sale. And I was only able to keep up like the first week. <laughs> but uh, I challenge challenge you, Dicasso. Yeah, I can definitely do that. Uh, there just might be an article one day where it'll be like, like man's pe- pecs explode <laughs> like, after doing 3,000 NFTs. Right? Yeah, that's how I felt. I was like, I, I'm just gonna fall over here. These people are are uh, so enthusiastic about optimism that are uh, part of these projects, and and yeah, I could I could feel the the momentum building here for you. So congratulations, man! I really appreciate it because I it was just like an idea. You can go into OptiPunks and like Discord and just like hear me say opti chat like twice before i even drew anything for the project it it was like one of those ideas in your head but the space here is just so it's so nice it's like a little friendly family like no one's like oh i'm not gonna talk to that project right but that's l that's like l1 you know it's kind of like more competitive and everyone's at each other's throats and you know, people flipping Solana art and deploying it on L1 and then it becomes this big movement and stuff. I just got tired of all that. I'm like, let me just do an art project and like somewhere where people will appreciate an art project, right? And then optimism appreciates builders so much. Like if you, like where where you bring people in, right? People aren't going to necessarily gravitate towards DeFi immediately. I think NFTs are kind of what brings the normies in. It brings in the fees to the sequester. The sequester gets fees. Optimism makes money. Optimism gives OP tokens back to, you know, the people building public goods. And then it's just like this circle of, and that's the plan. And then I I saw that, that they're doing that. And then I'm like, okay, cool. What can I build? You know, don't ask what optimism can do for you. You know, not when token, you know, (laughs) or when whitelist is like, what can you do for, for optimism? And that was my mentality for the people, you know, like Freeman for the people. And then if they value it, then the creators directly benefit probably the most, you know. And to me, it's like if it's free and the whitelist is set up in a way that the people that, you know, want it or interested are like own it. That's just the best way to bootstrap anything. Agreed. It's super exciting. And so I don't know if you have a timeline yet, but if any type of, uh, any type of, you know, alpha on when you're planning on launching that you can share. Okay. So on average, I do five trades a day. Like yesterday I did four, right. And I want to have more than a hundred, 130. And like right now all the chads are naked, but obviously they're going to have shirts and stuff. So like, if I, I think around a month from now or maybe three weeks, like I'll be very way closer to, to launch, but you know, but you know, I could launch tomorrow and be like, yeah, but I really want it to be, each one looks like a painting. So, and then it just like, I, 
the process is kind of like uh, I have it down to okay, Clip Studio Pro, do lines, lines, colors, shadings, highlights, touch it up, you know, Photoshop for special effects. That just takes some time. So yeah, maybe maybe a month from now, um, maybe three or four weeks. You know, that's my like safe timeline. Um, just because there's still a lot that needs it, it looks sick. What what's but like I'm the artist at least, so it's not like I'm relying on some other guy. Um, so I want to say three weeks to a month, like then we'll really, really be ready. That's so cool, man. It, it's it's amazing just to hear. You know, you're the founder of this project. Um, uh, you know, it sounds like you're also the developer and you're doing all the art. Um, I mean, it's that's so cool. And yeah, art takes time, right? It's uh, you know, every single thing takes you know your mental effort and energy and care to put it together um we we have a web dev though um, everyone knows distraction boy right that's our web dev good man oh that okay got it so there's you have a little bit of a team yeah yeah so it's me and and six people that really help out with the discord and stuff and all i do is just draw every day and then they're really like you know the backbone you know they're they're doing the Discord grind, the tickets, you know, uh, Distraction Boys doing some code, and then we have people that are are great with the Thai community, and I don't know any Thai, but you know, KRC Max, good man, like people from holding OptiPunks that, you know, getting the word out there is important because you can't do anything alone in crypto, and that also makes it not decentralized, <laughs> like you know, funny enough, but but yeah, and then I got tired of L1 projects that were really like, I felt like they lost the the vision the ethos of crypto which is always like creating something out of nowhere like and not just trying to get money real quick and you know and then day one after you launch the dev like the incentive is very very high to rug if the devs just make millions and millions of dollars in one day right if if the but if you just start something grassroots you know everyone builds it and you know there's a lot of aligned interest and you know I own them. So I want, you know, number go up, you know, so I want to work for the next collection. You know, like I said earlier, this one can only have men, but you know, wait till you see how beautiful I can make a woman. And then we have that native to optimism and half of it goes to public goods, you know, (laughs) a lot to look forward to. It sounds like, um, I wanted to go back to, you said that, um, you know, one of the guys helps out with the Thai community in uh the opti chaz discord you know you also have like russian uh indian nigerian chinese bangladeshi indonesian so it's it's really cool to see um the global presence here right um maybe share just a little bit like how have you been so successful promoting globally and and you know really doing a good job of getting people from all over the world and you know different specific parts of the world interested in uh the project so I think just being organic, like everyone, even like different countries, they all know the Chad meme, funny enough. And then we just had uh, KRCS Max, uh, which, you know, he's, he's almost in, he's like a moderator in a, a seemingly every uh, uh, NFT project in Optimism. And I just noticed that like the Thai community like really, really loves Optimism NFTs, right? Because maybe they're like on the cutting edge of technology. Or like, but also I think um, in some of these countries, like one dollar goes way further than it does in the U.S. So like, gas to them is like really an abomination. Just like it's bad to us, but to them it's like even even worse. 
but you know i we're just like real with them um you know we don't really like because i had a for my other projects um i was involved with one and then like they would and then i was just there you know i, I wasn't like a moderator or anything but they would like really sh try to chill specifically to the chinese community and and as it turns out like a chinese dude is like hey man like you know they don't want that you know it doesn't look real like they just want the project to be the project right so what we're doing is international i think there's a, a lot of people from thai uh thailand that are just chads right so it just resonates with them right you know you have indonesian chads you have chads everywhere opti chads you know we're in the same boat so it's 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 really easy we, we all want to go to the same place um google translate helps a lot <laughs> but yeah that's that's it yes i always tend to if, I, if there's another language i'm reading i like copy paste go to google put it in see what it says so it's uh it's helpful just to have like those tools to translate when you don't know the language <laughs> um that's great man um it seems that you you know not every project has that global presence but i think that's a solid hypothesis i mean i'm blown away by how low fees i pay in gas on all these you know on arbitrum as well as optimism and stuff so it feels good buying <laughs> nfts here and it makes me more likely to just kind of ape into something for fun since it's less money i i got uh something on main chain like uh last week just for whatever reason and uh you know it's definitely more and it just hurts hurts the wallet a little bit more to buy things on main chain and especially the fact that optimism shares a lot of the security fundamentals with ethereum uh i mean it, it really just seems like a no-brainer if, if you're launching a project today um i mean i don't see why you wouldn't even in, at least look at layer twos specifically optimism to to launch there yeah, I 100% agree with that, uh, Dicasso. So I'm interested to hear there are, for everybody listening in, right, that likes this project, is very interested, maybe wants to contribute in some way, also get whitelisted. Are there, I'm, I'm interested to understand from your perspective, you know, what are the project's needs before launch? So now uh, that people may be able to help out and uh, contribute to, uh, and then also what are, or what do you see as being the project's future needs that uh, the community can come in, uh, get hands-on and get involved with and, you know, contribute to the project? Okay, awesome. So I say right now it's like we have a web dev, so but we're we're looking to talk to smart contract devs, like anyone interested in utility or like you know, we don't necessarily want to do anything so complicated that it's like you know, in brings in dangers. But any anyone just like with cool utility ideas, uh, any artist that thinks they can help in some way, you know, that's more rest for my hand, <laughs> uh, you know, but um. Any, any, also anyone that can make good memes, you know, good, good, uh, fan art that's appreciated. That'll get you whitelist. It just, that's the sort of stuff that it just like, I can just retweet it and it saves me time and that's time I can put back into the art. But honestly, like, you know, if you just come in, say hi, you know, post your workout, just like keep the ethos, 
you know, we're so early in this that it's like whatever you want it to be, you can help shape it, you know. And then a few years from now, a few months, whatever, you can be like, yeah, I own some Opti Shads. And then people will be like, oh, my God, what a Chad. <laughs> the meme curation thing is huge. That I think, uh, you know, creating memes is pretty easy, right? Sometimes I'll just, like, copy and paste something into, like, Google uh, Slides and then just add some words to it to try to make it funny but yeah that's i'll try to think of something funny to to make for the project so there you go any meme specialists uh feel free to hop in the the opti chads discord uh some much needed marketing and memes for sure before launch um so i'd like to take the last few minutes uh for the community to pop up and ask any general questions we can you can raise your hand we can bring you on stage um whether it be opti chads the background or you know anything general um or any general you know optimism questions whatever you have on your mind 100 percent. thanks jay rocky and yeah like you said you know we want these spaces to be open and inclusive and um yeah would love uh anyone that has an idea um i see uh kevin from the optimism product design team is here it's super cool that you know you've been listening in really stoked to have you um you know we got some others uh surf cardiff a fellow surf punk holder is down in the audience what's going on I appreciate everyone, but we also have Zero X Dudu, the the OG. Yes, I let me invite them up to speak. Yeah, apparently that's a historic ENS because it like broke the system or something, so they had to put it in there manually. Yo, would love uh would love to have you come up and just share a little bit if if uh if you have like thirty seconds. <laughs> I would also love to hear the name or the story behind the name for poops how did how did that come about that's gotta be that's gotta be an interesting one yeah because there's something about emojis um i think the the uh emoji in an ens name is definitely new like i don't think you can have an, emo an emoji in a dot com uh regular internet domain name so it's it's cool that you're able to do that in um in web three what's up four poops what's up guys it's your boy four poops thanks for jumping up um awesome to have you up here uh legendary ens name it sounds like yeah uh, there's not much of a story and everybody likes poop and uh that's basically it <laughs> that's really funny uh i'm curious did you get the ens airdrop were you able to get that name in before they they dropped and they took the snapshot uh yeah i did and so it turns out this ens uh Dicasa was saying it, it's the first uh four character ens it's the first emoji ens and uh the co-founder of ens had owned it at first Oh, so did you end up buying the ENS from him on, on secondary? No, I, from, I, from I guess he let, he let it expire for some reason. Um, I guess maybe there is more to the story. I was first going to do three poops, um, and then it was available, and I was like, no, this is stupid. It's poop. And then uh, I, I went back and checked, and it was taken. So then I went with four poops. I love it. That's super funny. Uh, 
Yeah, just like the the funny meme, right? No, the great emoji. Um, and then you also you're a zombie uh, OptiPunk holder too, so that's uh, very cool. Um, what's the story behind the OptiPunk zombie PFP? Uh, this one I I bought one. I think I was one of the earlier kind of like big secondary buys. I bought a zombie for one and a half. My my current PFP was a mint. Um, I did a twenty mint when OptiPunks was first out. There was no Quixotic. There was there was nothing. And uh, I also, of course, own doodoo.eth, and that's owned by the wallet address 0xdoodoo. So, you know, just got to chat it all out. It sounds like you're bullish on doodoo. Are you some sort of agricultural farmer IRL? Uh, No, but like I said, everybody, you know, poop is funny, and everybody poops. I agree. But you're right. I mean... It's useful in compost. There's a lot of uh, important applications of poop, uh, like, yeah, uh, agriculture and uh, growing vegetables. <laughs> um, so it, I guess I was actually curious, the pre-Quixotic days, um, what, was, what did that feel like getting into this project before, you know, Quixotic was built out? Um, how did the mint go? Did what was that like? I wasn't even sure if the mint was real or like if it was going to be a rug or if it was like a fake contract. Um, so I kind of, it was so early you had to kind of look into all of that and make sure everything was okay. Um, I think Bodo was also talking about making a, uh, a marketplace. I think they ended up making one, but Quixotic came along and just did it so well that it wasn't necessary. But um, I know, like, one of the Quixotic uh, founders just bought an Optipunk from someone on Discord. They just kind of trusted each other. And, and that was, like, the early vibe, too, which was, which was awesome. It was just, like I say on Discord, it's just kind of cozy here. It's, it's an easy vibe. And it, basically everything else that's been said in this space so far kind of affirms that. Yeah, actually, the founder of Quixotic, Mark, he came onto the show for a previous episode, and it was great to hear him tell that story because, like you, you know, he bought the OptiPunk, uh, you know, before there was any marketplace, and then he was like, "Oh, well, we need some somewhere to trade this, right? Somebody needs to do it." And it turns out him and the um, the Quixotic team was really, really good at building marketplaces, it turns out. So just, you know, lucky that, well, number one, he was uh, into the Optimism ecosystem, specifically on L2, and he was very interested in public goods funding. Um, so, you know, to find or to kind of bring that talent into the community uh, and build a great marketplace like Quixotic uh, is just such such an awesome story. Yeah, and I think they're they're still the number one delegated. So it's like eight percent or something. Last time I checked, so uh, we have a big voice. Thanks to the Quixotic team. Yes, your OP is in very very good hands with the Quixotic team. Um, I I love that. And uh, Jay Rocky, did you recently become a delegate? Or you were telling me a little bit about that. Um, if you want to share now, or tell me, tell yeah. Us. 
I actually did. Uh, so originally I had delegated to Quixotic because I trust them. They're great people, uh, especially Mark. Uh, but I decided that I wanted to get involved in delegation as well because <clears throat> I know a fair amount about the optimism ecosystem. And also, you know, reading through the, uh, the phase zero proposals where Uh, there were, you know, hundreds of millions of OP tokens given out to, uh, you know, protocols who have been building on optimism. Uh, most of those protocols have, um, you know, most of those uh, protocol proposals uh, are giving out some retroactive rewards via those uh, those OP tokens that um, they were given. Um, and it's just a lot of great ideas that I think will spur a lot of growth in the ecosystem. And then very excited to also vote on the phase one proposals where uh, it kind of opens up the the OP funding. So anybody or any project can actually go in to phase or the phase one proposal uh, governance forum and submit a proposal for uh For funding and you would if approved you would get op tokens um to kind of grow your project and the optimism ecosystem in general so yeah very very excited uh to to be a delegate so when you're a delegate maybe can you just tell us like a little bit more about how that works as a delegate is this something that's sort of similar to say Uh, like the electoral college in the u.s government where people vote and then but then they like vote um i mean obviously i guess the number of op tokens carry weight right so the more op that you're delegated the more weight your votes carry right um oh yeah just maybe right. share a little bit because i think you know way more about it than i do so. <laughs> right yes it, it's it is actually similar to the electoral college where you know that first piece uh the token holders the op token holders would delegate to a delegate who um you know who's very involved in the optimism ecosystem or who you trust or has kind of the same views as you uh, to vote on um to vote on these proposals right and i like the delegate system because not every op token holder has the time nor wants to be an active or be an active participant in governance because it takes a lot of time and a decent amount of knowledge. And so you can delegate to or delegate your OP tokens to somebody who has that knowledge. And then each time on the governance forum that a proposal comes up or any type of vote to uh, to change either the governance policy or to um give away OP tokens, uh, the AKA funding, um, your delegate that you've entrusted uh, gets to vote uh, on, on those proposals. Uh, also, there'll be, the delegates will also be deciding uh, the, the parameters for future airdrops um, in, in, in part. And so, um, yeah, definitely, definitely uh, a lot of responsibility for sure. Um, but, uh, something that is, that is going to be super valuable. Super cool, man. Okay. So if, if you're somebody that, um, you know, doesn't have any OP tokens yet, but you want to maybe buy some and delegate, what, what would you, what advice would you give people, J-Rocky? Put some, like set some up, get some OP tokens in your self-custodial wallet, and then 
basically it's just a matter of going to optimism and kind of picking a project to delegate to right yeah so actually there's there's two ways uh the easiest way uh so you could go to the airdrop page uh where you delegate your original tokens um or uh the easier way in my opinion at least and i have the directions actually uh pinned to my twitter profile and so you can take a look there uh you know you can buy op of course from any uh any decentralized exchange uh mostly i use uniswap uh or even um you know sushi swap or uh slingshot on optimism so once you have your OP tokens in your wallet, uh, you can go to my profile. Uh, you'll see a link to dextools.io, I believe it is. Uh, then what you'll do from there is search my ENS, uh, which is jrocky.eth. Uh, and then you can click the delegate button and you'll sign a transaction. And then you know all of those OP tokens uh, would be delegated to me or whoever you choose as your delegate. And also a key point here is that even if you've already delegated to somebody, uh, you can always go in and change that delegate. So say you don't like me anymore, you can go in and you can change that to Quixotic or, or who whoever you would like. And so it's a very flexible system, um, which is, which is nice. I think that's an important feature, you know, because projects and, and the nature of software in general, <laughs> things evolve over time with new versions and, um, you know, Quixotic is, is the best NFT marketplace right now on um, optimism. Right. But there are other NFT marketplaces. Um, so it's cool that, you know, if, if um, like, let's say you delegated your OP tokens to one project today, but then, you know, in a year from now, there's another project that maybe you also would prefer to re-delegate or move your, your uh, delegated tokens to. It's cool that you can do that and make that change. So very interesting. Um, definitely learned some stuff there. Thanks. Yeah. So we've been going for an hour and 10 minutes roughly i think this was a good space we learned uh, about dicasso and his um new project opti chads which should be coming out super soon uh yeah dicasso what should people do what next steps do you have for any listeners um join the discord or how can um yeah what should people know about uh, you as so yeah just, just appreciate it appreciate the the interview the time you know the chill, chill and chill it's really nice uh, so for, for people listening, you know, just be a Chad, join our discord, you know, uh, just post your diet exercise. Like, let's just have fun. You know, web three should be about fun first and foremost. Um, like we'll give you the whitelist. We're not really gatekeeping. I want this to be decentralized. You know, I want real people to have it, you know, invite your friends, like, uh, and just give us feedback, you know, tell us what, what traits you want to see. Like, it's it's early enough where I can implement some stuff. Made some cool Naruto and Dragon Ball Z stuff. It's just things I haven't seen, like, that in, in OP NFTs, that now we have the chance to put them in, you know. Because we're creating the market. Like, everyone, every project, every creator, every buyer, every holder. Even Vitalik, you know, pumping our OptiPunk bags. Like, we're all in this together. And appreciate it <laughs> yeah man i love the positivity and the positive messages um like you said i completely agree web3 is fun and it's i think it's only going to get more exciting and more interesting so 
yeah, um, covered a lot. And thanks for, for going deep on some of the questions about the project and everything. And, and as well as, uh, the, the alien punk and your other, uh, opti punks. So super cool catching up with you, man. Uh, excited to jump in the discord and, um, yeah, J Rocky. Thanks for jumping on, man. As always fractal. Thanks for being up here Four poops. Awesome meeting you. Hopefully, uh, Hopefully we'll talk again soon in the future. Um, but yeah, anything else before we uh, jump off? Everybody poops. I think that's a good note to end it on, like because it was factual. All right. Thanks again, everybody. <laughs> Have a good one.